there's a vision of our soul shine I can feel it yours and mine close your eyes and witness it inside in your bones you will know trust and let go let it flow So welcome to another episode of All Things in the Name of Love. This is episode four, and today I have with me a dear light worker that I had the opportunity and pleasure of meeting a few months ago. His name is David Genesis Love. Um, we are both humanitarians, and we came together on a group call, and he heard my inspirations, and he was like, I need to connect with this woman. And since then, we've just seen so many synchronicities and so many alignments between us. And um, he shared some of his journey with me. And I wanted him to specifically talk with us today about how to navigate this world as a spiritual being in a body when there's density. Um, so... With that as my introduction, if you'd like to give you a little bit more context to yourself and your background, if you feel called to, and then just talk about what you've experienced on your spiritual journey in terms of how to navigate the dark and the light. Well, thank you, Sophia, and thank you very much for inviting me on to your, your uh, blog, your podcast. Um, let's see, uh, where do I begin? Um, I usually like to give a little bit about my background because I see myself as an individual who's quite different from most, almost anyone I, everyone I know. Mm -hmm. As far as where I come from, my uh, family line, my DNA. Um, so basically, the way my story goes is I was um, highly protected as a child, and I came into uh, I came into a really good family. However, I was surrounded by a religion. Um, a very, very uh, controlling religion from a very young age. Um, and I was very highly uh, programmed uh, in that religion. And it, it was the programming was so, um, so strong. I, it still amazes me here now in my, uh, in my 50s that I'm still um, under the control seemingly of some of the programming that's been done to me. So my journey, um, basically, I stayed in the church, um, was a very good little Bible thumper type of boy, um, an only child. And, uh, you know, so I had to go within because I didn't really have any other brothers and sisters to uh, really communicate with. And the, the way the church was, I never really could connect with or have any really good friends. And I was bullied because I stood out in school, even because of the religious beliefs systems. Um, I couldn't say, for instance, in a public school, I couldn't say the um, uh, uh, certain things that, that were standard in the classroom. What is it called? The Pledge of Allegiance. There we go. So I was ostracized. I was I was targeted. I was bullied. Um, and that made me go within quite a bit. So I came very, became very self-reliant. And I feel as and I started doing, you know, studying quite a bit. Mm -hmm. So I was studied a lot of what other people weren't studying which made me smarter in a lot of things um, outside of the 3D world that everyone is trying to be programmed into. Um, fast forward to age 15. By the time I was 15, I was still being bullied within the church. And I knew that um, it wasn't right for me. 
and I had to leave. And um, my exit was a really good job, a fast car and uh, money. And um, I took off and I started to run and I connected with some uh, very wealthy individuals in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, a lot of the kids, that most of my friends were uh, trust fund kids. So um, hanging in those circles, I had a lot of uh, privileges, you could say. I mean, uh, you know, I was hanging out in mansions and uh, doing incredible things, you know, going to Lake Tahoe and staying in beautiful, you know, beautiful places by the by the lake and skiing and doing great things. So I was living a really good life, but I didn't realize, um, you know, I, I basically had severed my tie with the higher power, if you will, at that point. Mm -hmm. And um, I really got into the party lifestyle where I, I was drinking and uh, that was my really my choice. I really didn't get into drugs. A lot of people around me were, but I just liked drinking. And I was uh, just a drinker who, from a young age, um, I learned to party. And um, I um, I became a party expert and like a party uh, organizer and had a reputation for being a very, very fun, incredible person. And that's when a lot of my light really started to shine, um, that I, I would light a room up. I knew uh, I was a... Um, a leader because I was always ahead of the, it's seemingly ahead of a lot of what was going on in my, in the time and time frame, and bringing um, like the right music and the right dress and uh, uh, whatever was in style. I knew before it happened and I was doing it. And so it was great. I became a very popular, um, but as, as time progressed and I, and I knew that there was a lot of darkness around me but for whatever reason I was able to really shine in the light during those days I was it was in my uh, teens and 20s I was I don't really remember much of being surrounded by much darkness okay um but what happened is you know I I, uh, I settled down I got married I had a couple kids um and the drinking kept going on I actually married uh, someone who was a drinker and we had a lot of a party lifestyle and uh Unfortunately, due to literally due to the alcohol, um, you know, the the marriage dissolved, um, you know, alcohol was a solvent and it uh, literally dissolved my marriage and a lot of what was going on with me that sent me into a real deep depression. And um, I started to drink quite a bit more um, and literally to the to the point where literally almost 13 years ago today, I literally almost lost my life due to uh, complications from alcoholism. Oh, and um, I was um, I was in a very very dark place because I had um, basically destroyed a lot of myself physically, and um, I had an I had basically an incident where literally I was in the hospital for two weeks. I was in a coma. I was left for dead. Um, uh, the doctors literally on the third day that I was in my coma told my family to go get a burial plot that I wasn't going to make it. Wow. Um, and somehow through um, who I am in the spiritual realm, uh, my higher power came to me and I was able to wake up out of that coma and miraculously walk a path uh, against all odds and all doctors telling me that I wouldn't survive long. Uh, I was literally on a, some transplant lists for a variety of uh, organs that were failing me at the time. Um, I looked like at 45 years old, I looked like maybe I was about 70 um, I couldn't believe it, but I had the will to live and, uh, I was told that I couldn't drink again. And I took that seriously when I left the hospital, 
and I, I sought out treatment and became part of a 12-step program, which I'm still part of today. Um, that transformation, um, when I finally was able to clear what I perceive as a lot of dark, and you could call them entities, demons. I personally call them demons because that was literally what was going on with me. It's like I had a demon that was there that would come in when I drank, and I've seen that demon. Wow. I know it's real. Um but that demon was, you know, dissolving as I as I got clean and sober, mm -hmm. and I got further away from the control from that darkness. Uh, so about after about two years, um, I miraculously my my health started to improve, um, the way I looked started to improve. I had a couple of operations that were very successful. I was taken off the transplant list. I'm a miracle, absolute mm -hmm. miracle, and I'm a miracle in the twelve step arena, um, from what I understand. But at about the two years, I realized that I had pushed away um, my higher power, if you will, mm. uh, God, if you will, who I had been, you know, I had a God, but it was a punishing God growing up. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I decided I, you know, part of uh, 12 step is trying to find a power, uh, a higher power. It doesn't have to be God. It can be something random. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I didn't know what that was and I had to seek it out. And I, um, because of my religious programming, I was highly programmed against any kind of seeking in regard to other religions, other religious practices, other types of gods, um, all of that. It was all like, I, it, it was deep ingrained in me that it was some kind of witchcraft and I couldn't, um, I couldn't even look at it. Wow. So I was sort of scared, but I decided I had to... Um, go seek out mm -hmm. uh, and go on a spiritual journey. And luckily, because of my intention, I started to meet the right people. And, you know, very close to where you are near Mount Shasta, mm -hmm. I was in Southern Oregon and started going to Ashland, mm -hmm. Oregon, which is sort of a, at the time, especially 10, 12 years ago, was a spiritual Mecca. Um, and I really met a lot of incredible people. I started learning a lot of different uh, types of uh, modalities, a lot of different types of ways of being, boot from Buddhism to Reiki to uh, different kinds of light working, and I and I, I at that it was at that point that I realized that I had my heart had changed because of my near death experience that I had an incredible abilities with my heart to read um, to read things that were going on uh, with other people, send healing energy. Um, I also, in my own perception, I became an angel because I was constantly interceding through, uh, I, I was receiving not necessarily visions, but messages. And I would just go to places and all of a sudden I'd be there right at the right time. And I literally were saving people's lives left and right. And that started with a girlfriend of mine who, when I met her, was being stalked by a killer who had killed two women and literally I was in this guy's face and my light dissolved this guy right in front of me. He like, when he saw me, he was going in probably literally for the kill based on the story that I have, because he went and he took someone else out uh, within two months of when that happened. But he left when he saw me. So I, in my own perception, I saw myself in an angelic on an angelic path. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't quite understand it. I don't really want to be, you know, like, wow, I'm some big deal, but it's just who I became. I, I, um, and then from there, I really started doing a lot of service work with people. Mm -hmm. And um, 
you know, with, with drug and alcohol, drugs and alcohol, with heartbreak, with relationships. I just had all of these skills that were within me that I really had collected over my life. and had, They'd been suppressed, though, by my alcoholism. So with that, I um, here we go. Fast forward 10 years, my spiritual journey brought me to where I am now and how like I, I meet um, highly evolved spiritual individuals like yourself um, and we're, how we're aligned. Yeah. It's It's been a long process, but it was a short trip uh, for me because uh, 10 years and where I'm at now compared to where I used to be is a completely different realm. Um, but what happened to me is as I activated my light, um, the attacks started coming. And um, uh, you know, I've just been attacked on all realms, um, especially relationships. You know, after I was in a divorce, I had a series of relationships where um, I was attracting or attracting uh, very dark individuals into my life that were harvesting my energy um, physically, sexually, um, mentally, uh, monetarily. And, um, but a lot of that was just, I accepted a lot of that because of uh, my upbringing and, and the belief systems that have been instilled in me. Right. Um, so I, I, I've been attacked in. Pause one second. I'm getting harassed by a cat. Oh, no problem. Codependent cat. <laughs> I'm working on him, but he still has some codependency. Um, so yeah, that, that I want to go into that a little bit more about um, what those attacks feel like, how, like what vibration and frequency is in terms of attracting those things and how do you work through them, um, raise your vibration in that context? Sure. I'd be happy to explain. Um, for me, it's been like, it's been like a climb up a mountain, okay. um, you know, I'm, I'm walking up the path and people are throwing rocks at me or a boulder comes down and I have to, you know, hope that there's a little bit of an edge where I can jump away from it. Mm -hmm. um, for me, the attacks, it, like if I go back to truly uh, my drinking, um, that to me, that's one of the uh, ways that um, the dark operates. The, you know, um, for me, I actually have in my dna i have a uh, a marker for the disease of alcoholism okay. and it runs throughout my family line so that was actually pre-programmed in me in my opinion based on um how uh this creation uh, came about for me so i've been sort of uh, marching against that for a long time um the best advice or the best insight i could give to viewers would be really pay close attention to what it is that you're you're engaging in and putting in your body. If you're doing drugs and alcohol, if you're smoking, if you're in uh, a lot of different addictive behaviors, those are low, those are very low vibration um, entities generally that are sucking you into a small vortex, uh, draining you slowly. Uh, for me, literally, if you look at the word alcohol, it was first, um, written in uh, 900 AD in Arabic, and it's it's known as, it's spelled A-L-K-H-U-L. The exact translation is body-eating spirit. Wow. So for me, that literally is what I went through. My body had literally, my, my soul literally was being eaten away by these dark entities that I was involved with 
by constantly needing a drink and being engaging in highly addictive behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was able to overcome it uh, miraculously. Uh, as far as how do I how do I deal with it now? Well, I still deal with a lot of people. I actually am involved in service where I assist people with um, with alcoholism and drug drug addiction. Uh, a lot of these individuals they have very low vibrations. They still have entities around them. Um, so, for instance, that's an example where I'll go into a room and I read the room and I can feel uh, the I can feel uh, the dark entities presence. Or even if I go to a bar, same type of thing. So I've developed that skill set um, of being able to know what I'm generally what I'm dealing with or sense it. Mm-hmm. So for me, a lot of it is, I mean, I've just developed some very simple, um, simple ways of dealing with it. A lot of it is I generally try to protect myself first mm-hmm. when I go out and about. And um, there's a lot of different types of protection out there. Uh, the people recommend the one that works best and that was recently provided to me in the last six months is called uh, shrink wrapping your aura. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will uh, do intentions where they intend bright white light um, or like you'll call in an angelic realm like Archangel Michael or uh, some entity, some, some something that you feel is powerful. Uh, the violet flame is something I've used, for instance, mm-hmm. and those work. They work very well. But the thing is, is that my my aura is still out, can still be attacked. I also see, I see these entities playing with me. Like they'll blow a dart at me that's got a little line into it, like a fishing line. Mm. And I don't notice it, but they're sucking energy out of me. Wow. Through that dart, through that fishing line. That's how subtle it is for me because I am, I'm very well protected. Mm. Um, but as far as protection goes, um, shrink wrapping and you can sort of imagine yourself if you've ever seen a shrink wrap machine uh, basically you know you put yourself in plastic you seal it with the heat mm-hmm. and then you go through a tunnel that's uh, uh, has heat in it and it shrinks around you mm-hmm. so what's really going on is that your that shrink wrap allows you to still perceive what's on the outside mm-hmm. but it's it protects you and your aura which our auras can be dozens of feet wide theoretically right. I know that with my heart energy, it can be hundreds of feet yeah. because that's the type of um, abilities that I have. Mm-hmm. So by shrink wrapping myself before I go out, out like I live in Mexico um, and there's a lot of different types of realities going on around me. Yeah. And uh, a lot of native spirits, things I don't understand. So I go out, I shrink wrap myself. So that's the number one thing is try to, in, in, try to incorporate protection for yourself in some manner and there's so many ways you know that people can do that some work some don't shrink wrapping i've tried hundreds of these protection methods shrink wrapping works best for me cool. and it's something i strongly suggest so the protection is one the secondarily is being aware of where you are and what your surroundings are you, if you realize that you're in a in an environment where there's harvesting going on the, there's a lot of entities there's a specific entity. It could be a house that's literally, I mean, I've been in, stayed in hotels where there literally are spirits and they're slamming doors and things like that. Get out. Yes, that's what I do. I, I want to get away from them. And I want to also clear myself then of any possible attachments. Mm-hmm. So I will say intentions, things like um, I command my spirit, 
to, re to remove anything that is not authentically in me or of, in me now mm -hmm. or around me now. So it's all about authenticity. For me to, to stay in my authentic self, I need to just sim do some simple speaking because words are very powerful yeah. and thoughts. And a lot of people are really unaware of how powerful they are. And I've been one certainly in my day to cast spells upon myself and things like that. Yeah. So I'm much more careful with my words now. And I'm very serious about how I communicate uh, and how I believe things about myself. Like I don't say, you know, oh, I will X, I will fail in that. Okay. I don't do that anymore yeah. because literally I can cast a spell upon myself. Yep. Um, so that's a lot of it. Um, I mean, certainly there's many other methods and ways I use, um, you know, I, I have sacred geometry that I use uh, that, that's powerful for me. Um, stones, crystals, I, I clear my crystals. I put intention around them. Uh, I sage, I burn candles. I do some things that I've learned over time that work. Yep. Not, I want to be some, you know, uh, you know, new agey guy. I did at one time. I thought I was some special guy walking around in white, thinking <laughs> I was a spiritual guru. Mm -hmm. Look, I guess I am, but I don't have to, you know, put it out there. Well, we um, all are if we choose, right? Yeah. Like the, you're, not, you are special, and you're not at the same time, because all you're doing is showing others the light within themselves. Mm -hmm. So what I feel is like we have an opportunity, like this is the first time in how many lifetimes where there's enough of us where we can just shine our light and be the beacon for others. Like if, if somebody, let's say somebody just, I've seen this, somebody just falls in love with me and I'm like, you're not falling in love with me. You're falling in love with yourself. I'm just that reflection for you. And the fact that I can feel that, and have the awareness and know that I'm helping just by my beingness, like your beingness is waking people up. And that's why we occasionally get the, um, the lower vibrations, um, less now than have been. I've been very, very protected in my life. Um, remarkably so, but it was also very numb in my life. Like I'm expert, expert in distracting myself. Um, it's a gift that I have. Um, I say that facetiously. So that's kept that that's been my entity, the distractions, because I can distract myself for hours upon hours. When I sit with myself and I see what I'm distracting myself from, for me, it's been a journey of just the deprogramming, all the things that I was taught that I was versus what I really am. That's been my journey and how, um, what is the word I want to use? How expansive it's been. Um, because, you know, we come in here as divine beings with all of our DNA. And then we have all of these programs that get placed on us that we agree to unconsciously that then when we become conscious we spend our lives unwinding from and i know you've had many many programs too and what um 
for me, it's it's been about being present to the feelings that are within my body. That's how I release programs. How? What's your technique? For me, it's a knowing, but I think back to what you were saying, it's uh, I, I'm a very fast and furious person and my brain moves very fast. So I have to slow down to become aware sometimes of, uh, you know, what's really going on around me. And that's a lot of what I, uh, I think that's really the way I was programmed, you know, um, fast and furious. Mm-hmm. And if I don't slow down uh, and unplug from, like you say, just staying busy or whatever it is, uh, then I may not become aware of it. And then that's when I can, that's when I realize that I can be deep into attacks. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm a very sensitive individual. So things like the moon cycle, like we're in right now, which uh, we're, we're just coming out of the, the uh, moon two days ago we had a full moon and uh i had a sort of a really difficult moon cycle when it was full but i know that the moon now is um losing its power if you will as it's going towards a new moon Mm -hmm. so i'm feeling every day better um but these are just things that i cope with because of my sensitivities now i also as i was i think speaking to you about earlier you know there's other energies for me I believe that they're real. Uh, maybe a lot of people maybe don't, but for me, the Earth's heartbeat, known as the Schumann resonance, is constantly fluctuating right now. Uh, solar flares affect me. Um, too much Wi-Fi affects me. Mm-hmm. Um, being around people who are, let's say, just not with not a very high vibration or have a, a bad malintent, mm-hmm. um, all of those things affect me. So I just have to slow down recognize what it is and then take action that's really the key and the world is set up to make us all so busy that we don't yeah and that's when we can really find ourselves really really drained Mm -hmm. um because we may have multiple lower vibrational things affecting us and entities affecting us and then we don't feel good and like for me i didn't you know i don't want to deal with it that was a whole lot of my drinking i didn't want to feel i didn't want to feel with oh yeah it's rather chill, you know, have a little nice little buzz on and, um, but you know, I paid heavy prices to, to do that. And, um, in the, with the people that I work with, it's, it's miraculous to see people that seem to have been haunted mm. by demons their whole lives that are like, they're able to like put down a substance mm. and change their lives. And it's not just like the, physical because that's so much of what a lot of people think like with alcohol for instance it's they think it's just physical and that's a lot of what i thought it was mm-hmm. but it's not it's it's mental as, as well mm-hmm. and it effect it affects our mental abilities um and the way we think and especially in families uh that have happen to have uh you know those things traveling through the bloodlines I, like i said uh, you know in my family we have a lot of alcoholism Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to break those uh, ancestral lines because they came from my past ancestors. Mm-hmm. But now I have children and soon a grandchild. So I don't want that, if at all possible, to affect my my offspring going forward. Yeah. So um, the best thing I can do is be a good example, uh, slow down and be aware of what's going on. Uh, take a little bit more thought, set my day uh, again, you know, starting your day with a good daily practice where you, when you wake up, uh, not don't just jump out of bed and go into the shower and run to work or whatever, stop and take a few minutes for yourself. 
-hmm. you know, be thankful. Uh, I think gratitude is a really good way to keep a lot of the entities um, away. So if I start my day with gratitude and realize even if I'm suffering, even if I don't have things that I believe I should for all the work I do, um, if I'm grateful for the fact that, hey, I'm alive. And this is one of the great things about my story is that that's what I realized. I when when I almost died, I realized how much I love this life in this body mm-hmm. and that I have a, that I have a soul mission, which is another thing that showed up after I cleaned up my life. Mm-hmm. I'm now on a soul mission and my soul mission is, I think, much like we talk about, yeah. you know, we're here to help clean up this planet. We're, 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 I, I know I'm not happy with the way things are going on the planet. And I believe that I can help change the world. And I know that I can, and I know that soon we'll have some tools where we're having them. The world is changing. People are waking up to a lot of the lies that have been told. So it's a very exciting time. And of course we're in the age of Aquarius. We're in what's known as the law of time where time as we know it ceases to exist. We're heading, we're disconnecting from the Gregorian calendar, the 12 month calendar. We're going more into like the natural earth calendar, which is like the Mayan calendar, uh, known as 1320, 13 moon cycles, one day out of time, 20, 10 fingers, 10 toes for humanity, as opposed to some Pope back in the 1400s who put in time and a calendar and a bunch of pagan rituals that are still running to this day that are all seated in very the, the, the in darkness they're all seated in darkness yeah. so those things are moving away they're dissolving and what are we going to do as as for me what am i going to do i have a lot of there's a lot of people that need assistance mm-hmm. there's a lot of things in the world that that um can can be um uh changed and because of the beliefs that i'm speaking of I have been highly attacked Yeah. in the last four or five years of my mission. Um, I have received levels of attack that I never ever thought would exist. And I have gone up against some very strong forces. Um, however, the people that I needed to assist me always showed up on time. Mm-hmm. Maybe just like you and I in our connection, yeah. you know, um, when we, when we connect and when we connect uh, and we have people who have different skill sets and abilities and that's what I found is that my um, my higher power is providing what I need, mm-hmm. uh, but I do have to do the work. You know, I can't rest on my laurels. Action is the magic word. Mm-hmm. So I have to participate in my own reality. I can't just ex- expect people to just show up and help me all the time. But the key is when I'm when I'm suffering, let's say from various attacks, mm-hmm. because I've taken a lot of risks. You know, uh, to change to change things that have been around for hundreds of years is not easy. And there's a lot of people that don't want uh, things to change, like the monetary system that I'm heavily believe is going about to shift in, on the planet, as well as the governments and the way things are done on a lot of levels. That technology has been suppressed, mm-hmm. and that we need better technology, and it can create a much better way of life for the majority of people on the planet. So anyway, sorry, I'm a little off subject as far as... um... No, it's okay because like there's so many things that we're bringing into the new. So um, this is picking up where we stopped. Um, We were beginning to talk about the shifts that we're feeling on the planet. Um, For me, I 
was in this program last year and at the end of it, I was called to see what my seven year projection is, which I think is pretty awesome. And I channeled stuff that I had never thought of. I'm just like typing it out. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I've never thought of these things and it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And that was a basis for my humanitarian projects. Um, and all last year I was guided to do deep heart opening practices. I spent a year in courses opening my heart more because of what's coming through. And um, I know you're feeling that resonance too and how that's affecting the planet. Like when we get into our heart center, um, how are you seeing that showing up in the world? Um, well, thank you. That's a great question. And I, that's one of my favorites actually, because, um, a big part of what I was talking about earlier in my spiritual seeking, probably one of the most incredible, simple me uh, messages that I heard years ago when I first started was the, the longest journey for any man or woman is 18 inches. And that is from mind to heart. Mm -hmm. So right there, that is still what is really coming through very strong, uh, even more so now uh, than when I first heard it. Mm. Um, so much of what's going on on the planet, in my perception, is uh, there. there's a lot of the dark is using a lot of methods to keep us, as we were saying, occupied, mm -hmm. to keep us from doing what's best for us, like self-care, um, take care of humanity, our families. Um, so, so much of the message right now is that I, I say intentions daily, multiple times a day. Uh, we actually usually call them commands, but um, for instance, the command that I say daily would be, um, I command my spirit to move the thoughts from my mind into my heart. So what that does is it takes away a lot of the power of the dark that is trying to interfere with who I am, my soul journey, if you will. And uh, so also I use breathing techniques are extremely important. Mm -hmm. Things like the best quality water that you can get. You know, a lot of people aren't aware of, of like things like structured water, where when you structure water, like water that's running through a, a stream, doesn't have any memory in it. The only memory it has is, uh, that it's part of the planet. But let's say you go to Costco and you buy a case of water. Well, it's got the guy who got in the fight, you know, right. it's got the guy, the, the, the yelling kids are walking through, through Costco. It's got the truck driver who drove it there. It's yeah. got the plastic PPAs inside the plastic bottles and who knows what other toxins are in it. So that water has some bad memory in it. And right. it's like the computer chip, uh, that's this little chip that's in my phone. Mm -hmm. it's crystal it's silica mm -hmm. just imagine water is it has the ability to uh take in an incredible amounts of of memory so for instance there's an example where in germany they i think of germany or austria they use like 2.3 grams of water and they were able to infuse in the water one million books every word of one million books in less water than fits in my hand Wow. Okay. And that, and they were able to extract each book and each word out of the water. Nothing, you know, water didn't change into some crystal or it's just water is water. Amazing. But 
that's an example. But most people, that's one of the things too. Most people are never, they don't get the message of what, how important water is. You know, this particular planet, that's one of the reasons it's so, such a valuable planet. We have living water on this planet. And, um, but the problem I is- the water. water, so- I mean, I go there to the waters a couple times a week and I get my water and each time I fill up my container, I bless it. Because I want I, I love I love that. I love divine love. You know, like what what can you do? Like if water takes on the energy of anything, what do I want it? Like something I'm about to drink, what do I want it to have? Right? Yes. Well, I'm thinking divine love is pretty good, so... Well, I'm very blessed to be down here in Puerto Vallarta, Mexico, in one of the most beautiful bays on the planet. Mm. And by being right next to the Pacific Ocean, um, I get a lot of benefits. Um, you do. Definitely. I am a water person. But, um, you know, I just really think, you know, water education is something, again, we could do a, a vit, another video on. Mm. But I know a lot about water. I've studied a lot of it. I know a lot about structured water and why you want to structure water. Mm -hmm. uh, just like yourself however it's um you know basically i've had literally had doctors tell me that 80 percent of all health illnesses begin with dehydration wow. so especially in american culture people are not drinking water they're drinking coffee and juice and soda and beer and alcoholic seltzer and whatever right yeah. so people just don't drink water i mean we're seeing a little more of it but again it's bottled in plastic we don't know where it's coming from. We don't know what's added to it. We do know, I, I've talked to people who literally run. I have two friends that are part of running city water systems in the United States. And they have told me they are forced to put fluoride into the water supply. Forced. They have it shipped. It's shipped from China. It's a byproduct of the industrial chemical process. It's horrific. People only had an idea and a lot of people do, but they just figure, well, there's nothing I can do about it. But I literally had a, uh, another individual tell me that they literally threw away that toxin and didn't put it in the water supply. Okay. They were able to do that Good. at some point. Um, so people, like I say, they're doing little things, making a difference. But um, as be people become aware in, in the world of the toxicity that's being spread throughout their food supply, their water, in the air, we have planes, you know, uh, dropping uh, metallics, nanoparticles, right. nanoparticles in the <clears throat> shots, things like that. Um, people have to understand that's real. Yeah, I've done enough investigation to know, uh, and it's. Um, but that that those 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 things were brought into society to control society, just mm -hmm. like the monetary system. Money yep. magic. Why is there a pyramid on your dollar bill? Why is there an all-seeing eye on your dollar bill? Because it's part of an ancient, uh, it's actually part of the pharaonic uh, control system that's been going on since the pharaohs of Egypt and beyond. Yeah. Um, and and I've, I've been exposed to that history, which people may or may not believe. But for me, I do. I've been a historian a lot like yourself most of my life. And I've dove really deep into things having traveled the world and been to a lot of places where supposedly all this magic is come to find out uh, it's actually darkness that resides there and not a lot of magic. Yeah. Um, 
But anyway, uh, I was, there was one thing I wanted to go back to really quick. We mentioned yeah. about DNA. Yeah. Now, for me, um, in removing the darkness um, and extracting the uh, ancestral belief systems and uh, the programs that have been come through the family lines, I literally go in and I actually do intentions. I do I I meditate and do intentions to actually extract out of my DNA those things that have been that I've been basically fighting for the majority of my life, mm. you know, um, the religious belief systems, which really were horrific in my family, the alcohol, the alcohol, things like that, the ways of being, the way, the way men treat women, uh, for instance, was very strong in, in my, in my reality. So I've had to strip those away, but it's not just like I stripped them away from my mind. I literally go in and I, I, I actually, I, I meditate that I'm literally going through my DNA and cleansing those family lines. And by doing that, I have actually seen improvement in my life. And, well, I, and, I, and I try to be a good example. I try to be a good example for others. And that's one of the reasons why I've had great success in assisting people with addictions mm -hmm. is because I'm a good example. My vibration is clean and clear. And when people sometimes connect into it, they understand that's where they'd rather be than in the dark space. So. Well, and when you're doing that ancestral healing, like I've seen this with myself. I've done a couple clearings with my mom over the past month and I've shifted not just my timeline, but hers as well. Like I've cleared her spiritual path for her from the healings we've done together. Like I've done on our behalf so that when she transitions, she won't have to carry that into the next lifetime. So we, we actually can affect behind and in front of us when we do this deep healing and it's forwarding just, back yeah like and that's you know that's the importance of it i don't think a lot of people fully understand a how deeply the programming comes from with our ancestors like like you i have a family like half of my family is alcoholics um it didn't affect me but it came out in eating having addiction to chocolate because I had a vitamin B deficiency. Um, and my own theory is that vitamin B deficiency is why we have alcoholism and addictions. So I take a B supplement, um, sublingual. Um, so I don't have those cravings anymore because it's something my DNA was programmed to believe I needed. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's this, for me, it's been this balance of doing the deep inner spiritual work plus finding out what nutrients and supplements I need for my, for cleaning my DNA out. Um, and through that, I'm affecting so many, like, like even the ones that are still alive, I'm affecting their DNA because like we're all connected and it's just, I don't know, it's just really exciting to, to have that awareness. It works. I have many examples, even in my own family. If, like I say, um, I haven't, I've got here in about a week, I will have not have had a drink in 13 years. Wow. That's a lot of time. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's the vibration that I've now created by, by being clean and sober and uh, not engaging in the, a lot of the addictions has permeated. It's, it's had it like a vibration throughout my whole family line. I love that. And it's affecting people. Uh, so, you know, 
we can change our vibration. We can do these things. There's a lot of, there's a lot of tools out there. And I think that's a lot of it. You know, I mean, we're in a great world where the internet is awesome. If you know where to look, you can, you, there are so many gifted people with so many different modalities and things that are going on. Um, you know, do what works for you. That's really what I got to say. I, I've had a lot of people, you know, act like, oh, they're the best at what they do and you got to follow their process. And then I'm halfway into it going, that doesn't work for me. I really love you and you're a great person, but I've got to keep seeking until I find what works for me. And who I am as a spiritual person, it really is, is a, is a amalgamation is a collective collection of dozens of different uh, modalities, dozens of different belief systems, dozens of different teachings. I take what I need from each mm. create me and create what works for me. And I'm free to do that. But I, w I, I wasn't able to do that when I was younger because I, everything seemed to be controlled. Right. And, uh, but you know, with the energy right now, we were talking about, um, let's see, you were, you, you wanted to go into talking about, um, how the, this new energy that's coming onto the planet is affecting things. Yeah. So for me, you know, there's a lot of individuals out there talking about the great flash, mm -hmm. like there'll be some massive solar event that will just flash the earth and, all of a sudden, everyone's vibration will up level and will be more vibrationally high, possibly even floating off the ground or, you know, being like a superhero, which, you know, in all reality, if you look at Hollywood, for instance, why do they create superheroes? Because the individuals that wrote that know that's possible. Right. There are people that can fly through the air. I've, I mean, I've seen Shaolin monks do it. I've seen people... I've seen some very gifted uh, spiritual individuals literally run their energy and disappear right in front of me, like wow. turn into a ball of gold and like literally just dis disappear and glitch out. Wow. Most people won't believe these things, but I've sought that out and seen right. it with my own eyes and said, wow. So, you know, we as humans are, um, we're very capable. We're very powerful. And that's a, another thing that I work on personally is um, I call all of my power into me on a daily basis. Mm, yeah. And I have to, and I, and I have to believe that I am capable of more than I could ever even realize as long as it's, uh, you know, benevolent thoughts, positive. Um, I, my intention is of positive outcome. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting great results with that. Uh, but as far as this flash goes for me, um, I, you know, I don't know. It, it may happen. It may not. But what I really see happening is we're getting like little blasts of energy that's aligning us slowly and removing a lot of the controls yeah. that have been uh, that have been upon mankind, especially over the last few hundred years. Mm -hmm. There's there's things you just can't see. They're they're vibrational. They're um, in they're they're of the uh, in a, in a space that most people are unaware exists. Yep. So, for instance, if, if you look scientifically at um uh frequency light sound and other frequencies the frequency band is yeah so um as i was saying you know there's just <laughs> we we're up leveling whether we like it or not so how are people perceiving it um mm -hmm. what what can you do uh a lot of it is just um self-care i think is so important like yeah. we were talking about and as you were saying it's it's um it's physical, it's mental, it's spiritual. You try to have, you really, uh, 
I suggest that most people need to try to balance those things out and incorporate them into their lives. Um, and those who aren't, they pay a more, they pay a more difficult price. Let's just say vibrationally. Um, at least I know that from my own experience. Yeah. So, you know, the time is now to, um, the time is now to take, do self-care, have a daily practice, mm -hmm. disconnect from the lower vibrational things that uh, bring you down. Uh, whether it's, you know, whether it's a, a substance or a relationship or a belief system, um, it's all about change. The, the, my perception and all I know is that things are changing much quicker than most people realize. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of what I do know is the darkest controlled our timelines. They're losing control of that. So a lot of what you speak and what you intend now you can manifest much faster yeah. And if you're sort of attached to the old or you're looking backwards and constantly reminiscing about the old, you're connecting to the past, which means you are not in the present being the best version of yourself mm -hmm. uh, to create what it is that you wish to see. Yeah. You're sort of like anchored with a chain mm -hmm. uh, and you're not moving forward. It may feel like you are because you feel like you're maybe on a uh, like a, you know, a, a, a walking machine, whatever they're called. Um, you know, yeah. something like that, you know, I'm walking. Yeah, I'm moving. Well, you're not right. You're staying in the same place, believing that you are. Mm -hmm. And these black screens is uh, projecting like you're in the forest, walking through the forest and you think you are, but you're not. Right. So, um, you know, the dark has many tricks and I've been able to navigate through a, a, quite a few of them. And I can say um, the more scared I was, the less I was willing to take those things on, the more difficult and painful it was. Mm -hmm. So what I, what I would say to the audience is, you know, if you are, if you can be, try to be courageous, try to be adventurous, try to walk through that next door that you don't want to walk through. Mm -hmm. Because on the other side, maybe something so magnificent, you'll never know what it is unless you open it. Yeah. And that's been my, that's been my life story. I've been scared of walking through so many doors for even for years. And then I finally walked through it and it was like, you know, yeah. uh, I, I don't feel very good about the decision I made that I learned. And, um, but I think a lot of it's right now is we, we, there is, in my perception, there is a positive energy flow right now that's flowing through the planet. That is like, it, it's, it's like being on uh, like one of those belts at the airport that's, taking you you're standing on it and it's moving you but it's actually moving you upwards slowly you just can't see the slant so if you want to go up you want to get away from the lower vibrational things then walk on the beltway because you can you get assistance in moving in the direction and you'll get there quicker yeah and whereas if you just stand there well maybe some kid will come behind you and smash into you or some guy with his <laughs> luggage will smash into your leg and you'll be limping onto the plane because mm -hmm. that's happening <laughs> anyway no i agree like i i have um i have a sister who uh who had a kundalini awakening and it was very abrupt and she's still like five years later she's still not fully grounded and for me i like the slow steady consistent growth with me participating not sitting behind but like i'd rather just like consistently work on myself than have like a boom um because that that just causes way too much havoc for your for your temple 
Like if you get, if you get all 12 strands of your DNA lit up in one day after not doing anything, that's going to be really hard to navigate. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that just came to mind was, you know, um, the news, you know, I, I think one of my major up levels was I really, I've been involved, you know, really wanting to help and change and save the planet and, and, and put some things in place, but I was spending way too much time looking at what's being reported, especially in alt media channels. Yeah. Um, and it turns out when I disconnected, I mean, I am able to uh, be in a, in, a, in a much higher vibrational place. Mm. I'm able to manifest much easier and better because again, that what's, what's cast upon these screens. Like right now, if you look at the news, um, in the United States, there's just all kinds of crazy things going on, and it's very easy to plug into. Yeah, I don't. And even when you plug, in, yeah, it's just like you plug into like a vacuum. It's just yeah. going to suck all of the positivity out of you. Right. Um, but it's exciting, and they make it exciting, and you know, people want to know, and they want to share what they know. And the reality is, is we're seeing more and more. Most of what's being reported is fake. It's just, uh, yeah. it's just three D. Oh, it's, it's you know, wild. The rabbit holes I've seen of like the 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 prosthetic masks that people wear, yep, and they're beautiful. They're amazing. I'm like, wow, that's really realistic. Oh, that's really. And the, I've seen. I saw one thing of green shots, like green screen shots, of like different scenarios of people reporting things, and they're all fake. Like even movie acting stuff. It's like it's all and i'm like oh my gosh what is the reality here the reality is this moment and exactly. that really hit me the hardest is like i can't believe anything my eyes are perceiving unless it's this one exactly this is the one that that guides me and and i can see things through that but if i just rely on these two i mean i see some beautiful things but how much accuracy do they provide for us Uh, all it's ever really done is just take me down a dark hole. Uh, <laughs> really, that's all I really got to say because um, those things, I mean, uh, the things I've been able to do through the last few years during the pandemic, most people would never take on or do, but I successfully was able to navigate all kinds of things and not be part of uh, the norm uh, or whatever, whatever was expected or supposedly required. So, yeah. you know, um, you know, you can navigate through things and uh, if you really desire to and you believe you can, but if you're if you're focused on the doom and gloom, uh, again, it's just going to lower your vibration. You're, you can get trapped into those uh, things. And that's a lot of what's going on. I mean, I have so many friends and family that fell under those the, into, under those programs and have, some of them are literally not here because yeah. they got uh, yeah. some kind of that took them out, you know, and they died rather quickly. So, you know, I was guided down to, to Shasta when everything really started ramping up and I didn't know why, but it was because I was being protected and I'm doing, th I'm having a weekly dinner that I've had for a while. I was hosting a muffins and chai for a while last year because I could with my sisters coming to my cabin and like it, there's, it wasn't even a consideration that we wouldn't come together because like we need community. Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's the basis of humanity. We need to be around each other. Yes. Quiet time is essential. 
but we're social creatures. We need to have that balance. And I have so much compassion for so many who gave up that critical component of who we are for a narrative of control from others. Yes, me as well. Yeah. We're, we're on a good ride. It seems as though, I mean, it, my perception is that we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, me and too. Uh, this is, uh, we're, we're seeing a lot of good things happen on, uh, underneath the surface. Again, if you're looking at the black screens and the news and listening to people with doom and gloom, uh, it's easy to get trapped in that. And you generally are not going to see the positive side. I, um, I do. I see the positive side because I, I'm, I pay attention to a lot of things, but we're, we're looking at a lot of great things happening, um, you know, with the monetary changes uh, that we know are coming, the Federal Reserve is dissolving. Um, we've got Jasara and Asara bricks. You have all of these new asset-backed currency, quantum financial system. One of these is benevolent and it, it's going to happen. Yep. Um, and when that does, a lot of the old power, which is, is really what's been going on on the planet, it's all about... Um, taking the masses and controlling them to 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 gain as much as they can as as uh, the the controllers of the rulers of old rulers of the world have been able to do for a very long time. Uh, so those systems are falling away, and it's time for the people to rise and for uh, the divide and conquer to leave because that's a lot of all that's what's been going on. And I I would tell the audience one of the easiest ways to see whether something is good or bad is if, if there's divide and conquer in it, run. Mm -hmm. run it's 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 a program yep. it's one of the easiest ways to determine whether something is is legitimate or not or good or bad yep. if you're seeing divided people divided and fighting over things it never ends and then, as you can see that's what's really going on with the government in uh in the united states and throughout the world right now yeah it's just he said she said and it, it'll never stop yeah it's uh, a if, if you stay pay attention to it right so people people are um disconnecting from those things mm. and it's about time yes i completely agree mm. well i think this is a good point to end the conversation and i want to thank you so much for your time for your presence for your beingness and all that you are and as I do on each episode i give one action item for people at the end and the action item is Turn off your TV for an hour and see how you feel. Just do that. I, have, I haven't had access to television since 1998, so it's super simple for me not to do it. But for those who haven't tried it before, just don't watch the news for a night. Do something like that um, and see what fills the space. Allow yourself to like open up to something you haven't explored before. And for that, um, until next time, I bid you peace, love, and uh, I want to bliss. Namaste. Well, thank you very much, Sophia, for inviting me on to your show. And uh, it's been great. L look forward to doing it again. You yeah. have a wonderful day. And thank you so much. Find truth and prayer.
preservation of our soul shine I can feel it yours and mine close your eyes and witness it inside in your bones you will know trust and let go and let it flow